Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to High Vibe In It. We're so happy to have you here for another amazing episode. This is Kelsey Aida, your co-host, inspirational blogger and author, and I'm here with one of my besties, Lindsay Robinson, my co-host. She's a hypnotherapist and success mindset coach, and today we have a very special guest named Lauren Hawk, and she's a beauty and style blogger, and she's here to give us her expertise on all things confidence building, exuding radiance, and living your best life through fashion, beauty, style, and whatever other tools she has up her sleeve for being your most confident self. So welcome, Lauren. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. Lindsay, I know you're the question lady. Did you come up with any specific questions that you wanted to start with by asking Lauren? Dude, I just always want to start with how you got into this. What's your story? Why are you so amazing? (laughs) Well, as far as getting into blogging, um, I had a foot surgery about six years ago and I had to be in in bed for a really long time and I was bored and I just started dating my husband at the time. So I started a blog because I really wanted to uh, just keep my mind active. I was bored all day long and I also didn't want to have to explain our relationship to every single person that we met. Um, And so I felt like writing a blog and showing pictures and talking about what we were doing was the easiest way to get all the information out to our family. And I found myself um, constantly looking at fashion blogs. And this was back in 2013. So I just, once I got my cast off, I was like, let's do this. So I started taking outfit photos and eventually it just evolved into what it is now. Amazing. Which is, can you give everyone your blog and your Instagram right off the bat so they know who you are and where to find you? Yeah. So my blog is www.lauryncakes.com, Lauren Cakes. And then my handle on Instagram and all of the other social media is the same. It's Lauren with a Y. Awesome. Just like Lindsay with a Y. Lindsay with a Y. That's and right. Kelsey with a Y. That's right. We all got our Ys. We all got our white shirts on. If you go to the Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash high vibe, you can watch this episode plus extended content and you will see that we're all matching, which is hilarious. And Lauren's even wearing gold hoops like I am, which That's is right. really strange coincidence, but not a coincidence because <laughs> there is no such thing. So here we are today talking about confidence. Tell us maybe a little bit about your confidence journey and how you've kind of been able to build your self-esteem through this medium of blogging and fashion and whatever else excites you? Um, I feel like my confidence journey started when I was younger. I have always been considered a curvy girl and I've always been thick. And that was despite, I I was constantly dancing, constantly doing tumbling and cheer. And I just was always somebody that had more muscles than other people. And so I felt like 
I had to constantly explain myself to other people. Um, and I got a lot of bullying specifically from guys. I feel like it came more from men than from women, um, that they would make comments about my body. And this started as young as third grade. So I found that I had to build myself up so that I didn't have to listen to the outside noise of what people thought I should look like, what I feel my best as. And so um, my journey really has come from learning how to take care of my mental health and my physical health so that I feel like my confidence you know, meets in the middle and I feel the best that I can be despite what other people think I should be. Did that answer your question? That's an amazing answer. My next question would be, how do you feel your, because it's undeniable that you come off as empowered and empowering. It's, it's very plain to see that you do have confidence, but also you inspire confidence in others. So how would you say you um, do that? In, in what, in, in your blogging and in your social media, like how do you come, how do you, uh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? How do you intend on doing that? Or is it just something that happens naturally that's kind of a byproduct of what you're doing? Um, I will say for a while, I wasn't sure that this was the focus I wanted for my blog, you know, women empowerment and uh, telling and showing that you can be confident. Um, so I eventually came upon it naturally, I would say, once I realized that that is what was making me happiest in my life. I wanted other people to feel that happiness as well. Um, I think that it, it probably took me a few years to kind of get into that niche. Um, as far as having my own confidence, I feel lucky that I have parents who always built me up or supported me when I needed it. And they, they are huge, huge role models in my life for having confidence and, and finding your way in your world. So you, in your words, got um, bullied, I guess, as yeah. a third grader. That's really young to be feeling right. those kind of feelings of inadequacy and whatever that might be. How, what was important for you in terms of healing what helped you the most from your parents or from outside sources that really helped you to overcome that? Or did it just really not even phase you? Oh, it, it absolutely phased me. I mean, I remember the comments that I heard when I was younger and I, I remember I came in from a talent show one time and this was the third grade time and I was wearing uh, like a ballet leotard and then I was also wearing tights. And one of the kids in my class was like, oh my gosh, you have such thick legs. And I, I took that harshly. Or I had another kid like say when I was younger, how does that bike even hold how much you weigh? You know, and I, I didn't think that I was abnormally um, like obese or anything like that. But I think that I had to just learn that your body is, is your body, you can't change it. You were given what you were given and you have to, to work to make it feel its best, you know? And so that kind of starts on the inside. You have to do some mental health work to get through that, but you also have to do things on the outside, like working out and, and eating healthy. Um, How do you do that as a third grader? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm about to have a son in third grade and to hear some of the horror stories from other parents right now about what their kids are going through and your story now is really kind of shocking to me because I know yeah. kids can be mean, but I, I've heard of parents having their daughters be bullied in like 
first grade for having like boobs. Of course they don't have boobs, but they're being teased about that. Who, what first grader knows that that's a thing? It's crazy right. too, because it's like, you can never win, right? You're either no. too fat or too skinny. Like a lot of people would say, oh, Kelsey has the ideal body type because she's tiny. But when I was in the third grade, people were teasing me because they said I had chicken legs or they said I looked weird in that outfit or they said that I was going to blow away. So it's like, no matter what size you yeah. are, it's like you can't win. So it's not about that and how other people perceive you. It's about how can I feel good in my skin, which yeah. everyone has different skin and different size and different shape and how can I just like wear this bodysuit with pride I was always right. teased for being too short I'm 4'11 y'all really? and that's my adult height <laughs> and everybody was like I was I have all the words I had oh, this was traumatic okay so I had a big bird costume for Halloween for like oh. kindergarten and my bus driver getting on the bus to school not even at school my bus driver goes oh big bird more like little bird and I cried <laughs> <laughs> She had no idea what she was taught, what she was doing, but it really right. hurt me. And I think that that's, you're, you're absolutely right. It has to come from inside, but the resources you have in terms of your parents, your loved ones, those people that really do care about you to help you be like, no, 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 no. Don't listen to that noise. Like you are amazing and wonderful and all that. And so, um, yeah, it can be really tough, especially when that's your first real influence of the outside world, you know? Yeah. It's hard. Um, to, to answer your question uh, specifically about younger kids feeling bullied, I would say that the best way to build confidence is to have a passion. So get your third grader into something. If it, it's art, you know, some sort of sport, uh, within reason, video games, uh, reading, something that makes them feel like they can both escape and also be really um, successful at it. Mm -hmm. That will build the confidence that they need to be like, hey, it doesn't matter what I look like. Like, this is what I can do. Yeah. This is what I have to offer. Um, and speaking as a former high school teacher and as somebody who uses social media full time, um, do not, absolutely do not allow your kids to get on social media without mm -hmm. going through. Uh, precautionary moves and talking about, hey, this is what people are doing. This is what they can say. This is how you should handle a situation yeah. where somebody might say a comment that you don't like. I saw a lot of my high schoolers go through emotional traumas because of social media and it, it has a huge impact on people. And so I think that it's really important that as adults, we make sure that we are talking about those types of things and, and educating them. And also important why we need more people like you and hopefully like Kelsey and I who can shed some light on a lot of the darkness and like instead of focusing on all the crap that social media can do bringing positivity to it and that's why I love having you like people like you on where we're just we're just spending the hour talking about high vibes babe it's like what's better <laughs> than that and hopefully shedding some light on someone like if you're having a bad day and you listen to this episode and you're like yeah, you know what? Life's great. Or, you know, whatever that might be. That's why it's so important. Um, yeah. I'm just really happy to have you because I can already tell just by talking to you that it's just beams <laughs> coming from you. Thank you. You must get that all the time. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I would love if I got that all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> the right people like us who can recognize it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, listen, with my self-confidence, I think that about myself. Right. But you, you want to make sure that other people feel that. And so thank you for, for recognizing that in me and saying that because uh, 
that that's helpful to to tell people that when you it's a nice affirmation Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I loved what you said about making it practical and building your confidence through doing something that you're passionate and excited about because being successful mm-hmm. is like proving to yourself, I can do it. And if I can do that, then I can do this. And that's how you build the confidence over time. Like a baby learning to walk, they're probably not going to have a lot of confidence in the beginning. Like I can't do it. I keep falling on my ass. Like, ah, <laughs> and then their parents help them. And then they take two steps and then three and then five and then seven, and then they're walking and then they're running. And it's like, it all comes down to building step by step. And that's how you're going to believe in yourself. It's not all mind games where it's like, I can program myself to believe in myself. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of it is you got to go out there, fall on your face sometimes and also win sometimes and see like, I have done things. Right. Mm -hmm. I really like that perspective a lot. I think it's going to be super helpful. And that just goes to show like following your highest excitement too is never going to lead you astray. It's only going to lead you to more confidence, more abundance, more passion, more excitement. So whatever's calling your soul, you guys definitely pursue it. And if you're waiting for a permission slip, this is it right now. (laughs) People are absolutely drawn to others that have passions. Yeah. And that will exude and give you confidence. So passion is key. There are some really weird helicopters flying over my sky right now. They're going like, it seems so slow, but they can't be because they would fall. They're this looking for you. They're looking for me. Um, <laughs> what's, the coo- <laughs> what's the coolest, I guess, do you have an example of like a really cool message you got from somebody who follows you that, that you were able to like show them how awesome they are in some way or like a, like a message that you got that was like really uplifting in terms of the work you do? I mean, that is a tough question because I don't want to quote anybody incorrectly, but yeah, I've, I've received messages before and they always come at the right time. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're feeling like, is this even doing anything? Like, is this worth it? You get that message and somebody's like, Hey, like what you're doing is impactful or like, I felt this way. And I mean, in my experience, it's only taught me that I should make sure that I'm going out of my way to tell other people when they've impacted my life, because I want them to feel the same way. Totally. And I know Kelsey and I have those examples too, where we're like, is what we're doing working? And then in just the nick of time, you get that one message or that one like affirmation that's like, yep. Okay. Got it. (laughs) I need another one tomorrow, but we're good for today. (laughs) And I feel like one of the best ways to cultivate more confidence within yourself is to become a cheerleader for everybody else because you exercise that cheerleading muscle. And then once you get good at it, you can just flip the lens and give that cheerleading to yourself. So the way that you encourage other people to follow their dreams or to be amazing or to own their power or to do what they love. It's like, once you get good enough at that, it becomes a habit and you start automatically extending that courtesy to yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And going back to what you said about the permission slip, I think that that gives people permission to do it for you. They're like, Oh wait, this is what we're doing. Like let's, let's join, you know, and then it becomes more fluid and the relationships grow because people are more open about exchanging those type of positive energies. Gosh, couldn't we not use more of that? No one has ever had anything bad happen to them by doing something good. Well, that's not true. By intending, <laughs> by having good intentions and sending light into the world, there's, it's never a bad idea. It's just never a bad idea. Right. Kelsey, you look very pretty today. Ah, thanks. So do you. We all look like little <laughs> angels. We all look so amazing. Sweaters. <laughs> yes, we all look so amazing and we are so awesome. And on that note, 
Let's talk about our first Let's talk about why we look so amazing and why my skin be glowing. (laughs) Because I drink Beat Elite and it's awesome. So that's not really one of the main things that they market it as, but beets are really great for your skin. It's a nice byproduct. Antioxidants. Mm -hmm. Beets are very grounding, which is always a good energy for people like me who are up in the air, floating away all the time. So (laughs) if you're an active person, I know a lot of you are because you're high vibing at people. You like to get that energy going move the energy, go to the gym, go to yoga. Beat Elite is going to be one of your new best friends. So it's a really clean product that's obviously made from beets, if you couldn't tell from the name. And you take it before your workout to help extend endurance, improve energy and stamina, and it promotes oxygen efficiency throughout the body. And like I said, it will help to make your skin glow because that's just what it does. So I take it before I go to the gym or hot yoga or anything, and it really helps to extend my workout, um, just support my energy levels, and my muscles don't get so stiff because they're getting more oxygen. So that is really helpful. It works because um, it optimizes your workout through giving you the stamina from something about like the – miracleness I don't know if that's the correct word, of beets. <laughs> it that's helps not your a body. correct word in any sense. Well, Miracleness isn't a word. But when you're I a blogger, you just got to make up words. <laughs> you, you, know, you can't find words. the right one, you create the right one. <laughs> but I get it. it, and it totally does. That is the right word. You know why? Because there's no other word that fits it. It is kind of like a miracle, and I'm somebody who does not like working out, and I feel really bad that you think that it's high vibe because I never do it, and I hate it. It's the worst. It does not <laughs> give me high vibes. It makes me feel really sad but and tired. But I will say this, I hate it less when I drink Beatly. Well, there you go. <laughs> it doesn't make me get so tired, and it's really, really nice. So let's talk about the cool coupon we have for people. Well, also let's tell everyone that it tastes good and not bad. Because oh I my gosh, like yes. It sounds like it's going to taste bad because it's from Beats, and I don't like Beats, but it actually tastes amazing. It tastes like candy. It has like a berry. It tastes really good. Really, 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 really good. good. And hundreds of professional teams and elite athletes use this stuff so you know you're getting top-notch performance nutrition. So Mm -hmm. do what we do. Take your game to the next level with Beat Elite by going to livehuman.com slash vibin and you'll get 20% off your first purchase. The team at Human is making this offer exclusively to our listeners only. You will not find a deal like this anywhere else. So that's livehuman, H-U-M-A-N.com slash vibin. That's the that's the spot to go. Sorry. That's where you go. Get twenty percent off, y'all. Jumble. Um, <laughs> Lauren, have you ever heard of Beat Elite? Honestly, you guys kept saying it, and I was like, that sounds familiar, but I've never tried it. Try it. You have Today's a coupon day. Do it. You have a discount. Right. Getting my twenty percent off today. Yes. Yeah, girl. <laughs> what do you do for? Um, do you do you work out? Do you exercise? What do you do for your fitness or health routine? Um, I'm a huge ClassPass fan. I like to go to different studios in the area. Kelsey loves ClassPass. Oh, all my heart. My happy place. And I really like spin class. Uh, I'm not a yoga fan, but yin yoga gets me all warm and cozy and gives me the stretch that I need. And then I have been doing more reformer Pilates lately. Mm, which, that's so fun. Yeah. With reformers, reformer Pilates, I thought that I was fit, and then I went to it, and I was like, wait, uh-uh. <laughs> what is reformers Pilates? So it's Pilates on this... Machine, like a yeah, device. A machine oh. that uses tension and your own body weight, and it, it makes you shake. Like, you know when you've stressed your muscles so much that you begin to, to shake? 
that's what it does to you. It sounds awful. It works all the little stabilizing (laughs) muscles that you wouldn't normally use in like a normal workout or like your daily life. And fun fact about Pilates, because I'm a ballerina, so I know like this random thing that Pilates was actually created um, to help ballerinas prevent injury. So like it makes your core really strong. It helps like your inner hip muscles. Um, all the places where ballet dancers get injured a lot, it helps to stabilize all those muscles and make them stronger so they're not going too far, overextending, being too stretchy, that type of thing. So it's really good for your core. If you want a six-pack, like, do Pilates. That's right. What a fun fact. I didn't know Pilates was created for that reason. Yeah. I really I like – I believe in New York City for the New York City ballet dancers. That's where it, like, originated. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, a huge thing that everybody loves because it's super fun. The machine That's is cool. fun, too. I feel yeah. like it's fun. <laughs> It's a little thrilling and scary, yeah. but enjoy it. <laughs> it awesome. sounds like something I would not enjoy. <laughs> See, and I don't want to like, I don't want to come off as somebody who's like anti-exercise. I wish I loved, don't get me wrong. Like I wish I liked it. It's never, ever made me feel good after. I just feel really tired, but I also chase three kids around all day. And I know there are people that do that and work out more power to you. I mean, I take my hat off to you. I could, I can't, I don't want to. And I'm not going to, but anyway, (laughs) let's talk more about empowering women. I love this topic and, and the whole confidence piece in, in the fashion industry. I know you said that you, did you say you attend New York fashion week, but you're not like necessarily a part of it, but you love going and like celebrating and like witnessing it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, they started allowing bloggers as part of the media to go into fashion shows. And so I've been going for the past four years now. I only go in September, but it's really amazing and inspirational to see these fashion uh, pieces, I guess you would call them, walking down the runway, but also just being around everybody because this, this is a great topic actually, because I feel so confident when I go to fashion week, just because everybody is their own person. They don't care what anybody else thinks. They wear whatever they want. They are just, you know, releasing these, the energy of confidence. And I, I love that feeling. And I don't know if that's in New York all the time or if it's specific to fashion week, but I'd like to bottle it up and take it with me wherever I go. Right now, here's a question more like, I think it's, it's almost like a misconception or misunderstanding when it comes to fashion and beauty, where, what would you say to those people who are of the mind that like, you can't have confidence and wear certain makeup or heavy makeup, or I think, you know, it, to, to the extreme, it would be like plastic surgery, but I've seen it even with makeup and like cosmetics or fashion where like, you can't possibly like love yourself or have self-esteem if you're doing these kinds of things. What would you, what's your take and what would you say? I know your take, but what would you say to somebody who maybe is approaching it in that way? Um, so I've posted about getting Botox before on my, my blog and Instagram and I received backlash from people and they're like, I thought that you were a feminist. Like, this is so not feminist. You're telling women that they need to get Botox um, and that they need to fit these societal norms. And I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm more feminist because it's not about like trying to fit into norms. It's about what makes me happy. You know, Botox isn't for my husband or for anybody else. It's because I feel happy getting Botox um, or if I'm going to wear something that is, that makes me feel good, it's not about what other people are thinking. It's how I feel. 
And it's so important that we know that feminism is about choice and having the options to do what we want and feel good and confident. And the support should be, oh, I'm so happy that she feels good doing that. Instead of, uh, that doesn't really make sense because that goes against what we should be showing. Right. That. And that's just their fears that they're putting on you and their whatever. But I would say the line I think gets drawn when you know, the choice is such an important part of it. People will look at a stripper, for example, and say, oh, there's no way she could be a feminist or why is she doing this to women? The whole point is choice. If she's doing it because her boyfriend is making her do it, well, it's not really feminist. But if she's choosing to make her own money in her own way and actually feel empowered, go go do whatever you're going to do that, that, def- that is, fits that definition. It's all about choice. It's all about you getting to decide not based on societal norms, but based on how you feel and what what you feel good doing. And I think that's where the line gets drawn and the confusion happens because people assume that if you're stripping or if you're doing all this makeup or if you're doing cosmetic surgery, you must not love yourself because someone's making you do it. Right. (laughs) But it's completely false. And it's all about the sponsoring energy behind the choice. Yes. So are you making this choice from a place of fear, from a place of conformity, from a place of obligation, or are you making this choice from a place of empowerment, like you said, or a place from genuine delight or a place of um, like it builds you up, you know? So any choice could be right or wrong for a specific person during a specific time from a specific like energy point. So like there's no way that we can give advice that's like, this is one size fits all. It's like, what we're trying to tell you is to follow your own heart and your own internal compass and do what makes you feel the best so that you can be your most confident self in your own unique way. Wow. You said that so beautifully. <laughs> She's so eloquent. I mean, this sometimes, girl. except when I have like dyslexia during our reads. But. <laughs> I mean, miracleness, probably not so eloquent, but everything else you say, amazing. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to touch on that cause I think it is, it is quite important. It's a lot of mm, confusion. And I think the confusion just comes from your perceptions, your, your, whatever was put into you, or maybe that you developed on your own, that the way you're, you're seeing the world through the lens of these perceptions, misperceptions, misconceptions. I don't know what the word is. See, now I'm doing it. Um, it's good to get what I'm trying to say. There was, you know, I just started watching Big Little Lies, okay, and I just finished the first season. And in like the first episode, um, Zoe Kravitz, who plays like the new wife, said something so profound. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally gonna remember this. She said, People don't see things as they are, they see them as they are. Mm. Guys. That was like, I mean, I know that we say that in like so many roundabout ways, but that is such a straightforward way to like say so like to see the world the way you are is so true. Because when I tell you, oh, that idea is never going to work or, oh, you can never be confident if you're doing this. That's me putting my stuff onto you. That's not yours. I'm trying to make it yours, but it's not yours. And I think that could be true for so many situations. So you know, genuine confidence and empowerment just comes from like, I'm not going to listen to the noise. I'm just going to follow my joy, right, Kels? We always say that. Follow your joy, follow the next good feeling, and you can't go wrong. 
So let's touch on this, especially from a social media perspective, because Lauren, you're obviously a popular blogger. I'm sure you have haters all the time, criticism all the time, like how you were touching on before. So how do you protect your innocence and your confidence out there when you're exposing yourself so much? It is really hard. And I am not going to pretend that it doesn't hurt or sting when people, you know, throw something your way. Um, a lot of times when I get that message before anything happens, I need to allow myself to react by myself without reacting towards this person so that I can process it. Yeah. Um, it is important that I have a clear mind so that when I respond, it it comes from a place of kindness and understanding rather than just, uh, you know, trying to protect my heart. (laughs) And so I, I think that it's really important to to make sure that you take the time to process whatever people are, are going to be saying about you. And um, I don't know if you guys are into mindfulness, but I imagine that you are. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Doing mindfulness courses is so helpful and learning to slow down your, your reactions and just think things through. Imagine yeah. if everybody gave themselves time to think through their answer before they just spewed nonsense in response to what they're getting, right? Right. Oh, the world would be so different. That's such good (laughs) advice. If I'm honest, a lot of times when I get uh, comments or something, I think, how would I want my grandma or grandpa to see me respond to this person? Like, Mm. would they be embarrassed if I had reacted in this sort of way? And again, I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm putting pressure on myself from what other people think, but it's more that I just want my grandparents to know like and see me as a light to this world rather than a negative energy and so i really just want to make sure that i am approaching the situation with as much love and kindness as possible and i don't think it comes across as like you affecting your response based on what people think i think to me it comes across as like your grandparents see you as the best version of you right they see you as like the one on the pedestal and that's how you can start to like, I don't know, depending on your grandparents, but in general, grandparents tend to see the best in you and you want to project that version of you. You want to be the best you can be. You want to be that best version. So they are a great symbol, I guess, to keep yourself in check and not react out of emotion or yeah, uh, reaction and not react, but rather respond. (laughs) (laughs) If that makes sense. I think that's a great way to put it. I really liked your answer. I think it was a really like beautiful like measure that you give yourself with the whole grandparent parameter. I think that's like a cute <laughs> little rule of thumb that you use. But also like, do you have any like affirmations or self-talk that you have to do to like build yourself up after someone like kicks you down? Like, do you say something like, oh, like their opinion of me, like isn't the truth of me or like anything along those lines? I am always trying to remind myself that despite putting my life out on social media, nobody truly knows me unless they're spending every day with me. And so they might be seeing this small picture of what my life looks like, but um, what they are saying and the assumptions they're putting on me is not factually based on the full picture of me. Yeah. And what I was telling Um, one of the women that I'm working with right now, she came to my radical self-love retreat. And so I've been coaching these women post-retreat to kind of just like continue the 
process as so they can take the information into like their daily life. And she's been struggling a lot with like feeling like other people's opinions are so important and she can't figure out like why, like why am I letting this affect me so much? And we realize that the root of it is really, we all just want to be loved and accepted. And so if somebody thinks something bad of you, it feels like a threat to your connection to other people. Cause it's like, if people don't love and accept me, I'm going to be alone. And like, we can't survive on our own. We can't be alone. So really her intention to want to be accepted is really beautiful and pure and innocent and good. But she has this inner critic that's trying to use this like coping mechanism for her to like protect like she's a people pleaser because she's trying to avoid this type of criticism, right? So that's how it's showing up in a detrimental way in her life. But we were talking about today, like reminding yourself that how other people see you, like Lindsay was saying from the show that she was watching, it's all about them. Like it has to do with their perspective of life, their traumas, what they've been through, how people have treated them. It literally has almost nothing to do with the truth of who you are. Now, if you're getting stuff reflected back to you on a pretty regular basis, that might be something to look into as <laughs> feedback. Like maybe I am being a bitch all the time or whatever it is. But most of the time, it's other people projecting their stuff onto you and it has nothing to do with the truth of who you are. So I think if you're one of those people pleasers or someone who takes criticism so personally, it's like what they're saying is about them. So reminding yourself that it's not about you and then coming back to your truth and just reconnecting with who you really are. And not that it, and not even to say, don't let it affect you because like you said, it's going to affect you and that's human. And it's good to actually take the time to process your emotions and react. Like the worst thing you can do is be like, oh, I shouldn't be affected by this. And you just like become a stone wall. And then you just pretend like you're not sad about it. Like be sad about it if it makes you sad. But right. then once you've processed the emotion, come full circle and remind yourself, that's not really who I am. That's not my truth. This is their stuff to work through and just leave it at that. Yeah. I love that you were talking about the processing of it because I feel like when I was teaching, I had a lot of insecurities that were happening because I was blocking off emotional feelings. I, I felt like I had to put up a wall so that I didn't take on the feelings that all of these kids came to school with, you know, their own traumas. And I felt like it was being projected onto me. And so I put up a wall and I didn't allow myself to process, process my feelings and it was way more detrimental than if I had just like let myself cry or I had gone to a therapist or if I'd taken a mental health day. It's really important to, to go through those feelings. Rule number one, if you don't process it, it will process itself in one way, shape or form. <laughs> it's better to choose how it processes. Yes. <laughs> um, this. Yes, exactly. Make the choice, ladies. Empower yourself. Um, this is a good time to do our next read. We are talking about LinkedIn talent slash LinkedIn jobs. Hiring the right person takes time, and that's honestly time you don't always have. Urgency can be your enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for you and your business, and that is why LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. Um, they screen candidates with hard and soft skills you're looking for, so you can hire just the right person as quick as you want to. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, LinkedIn jobs looks beyond the work skills and put your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements specifically. 
And it's no wonder why a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn and why companies rated LinkedIn jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. If you guys want to take advantage of this amazing service and find the right person for your business today, you can use LinkedIn jobs and pay what you want to get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash vibin. Again, that's linkedin.com slash B-I-B-I-N to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> We always giggle at that part. Maybe I should do an accent next time. I told Kelsey to do one and she's like, I don't really want to, but I might do one. We'll see. Anyway. That would spice it up, I think. I like I like spice where you're up. going with this. I like to make things fun. <laughs> fun is a high vibrational place that I like to Exactly. Um, yeah, I was what I was gonna say before we um had to, before we did the read was, you know, we talk about how people putting stuff on you isn't necessarily yours, but giving your time to giving yourself time to process. There was something I read a long time ago and I told my husband it at the time and he still to this day uses it. And it's so good. It's, it's basically like if somebody's mad at you or upset with you, or like we said, giving you crap on social media, it's basically like they're giving you a gift. They have their arms out and they have this gift. It's a crappy gift. It's really bad, but you get to decide whether you take the gift or you can just leave it. You know what I, I mean? Another so analogy like, to elaborate on what you're saying. Yeah, go for it. So my therapist gave this one to me once and she referred to like a game of basketball. So you're like playing basketball with all these people. Someone passes you the ball. So this is like their toxic thing that they've said about you, their criticism, whatever. They pass you the ball and you're like, nope. And you just pass it right back. <laughs> like, ah, exactly. I don't want it. It's not you mine, get to decide if me. you take the gift. You get to decide if you take the ball. Yeah. No, so You don't, you you don't have to do that. Back. And not yeah. toss it back as in give them a piece of your no. mind. Like not no. like that. <laughs> Just let them keep it. Let them keep it for themselves. Yeah. The second you you take it in and let it be more than it should be is the second that they are cleansed of that energy. But if you were to like, you know, process it, of course. But if you were to maybe not let it affect you so much in terms of like your energy – they get to keep that energy. There's no energetic transfer when that happens or a very small, small one versus what it could be. So it's not, it would be in your best interest to try that <laughs> for Lauren, sure. Lauren, I'm curious, do you see a therapist? Because you mentioned therapy earlier. I have seen therapists throughout my life. Currently, I'm not seeing one. Um, yeah. I have actually actively looked for one, um, but I, I don't have one at the moment. Okay, cool. Awesome. I do too, but not like right in this instance, but I just thought that we should just throw it out there because I feel like people look at us and they're like, they're so happy. They're perfect. They have it all together. Like their hair is all nice and they are talking about inspirational things, but it's like we have resources and support and also yeah. we're people. So Absolutely. it's like just putting things in perspective so you're not comparing yourself in a detrimental way. So let's talk about comparison because this is a huge online thing, especially as a fashion blogger. How do you handle the part of your mind that's always trying to compare you to others and make you seem worse than them? Um, it's kind of interesting. I don't find myself comparing to other people's bodies on social media. I feel super confident with that aspect, what I get more down about is uh, creativity. If somebody is just like constantly coming up with creative things and I, it, it hampers my ability and I honestly have to take a step away. I, whether that means getting off social media, um, muting that person for a while, 
something that allows me to not get so caught up in thinking about them so that I can focus on me. It, it really helps me get back into that confident mindset. Um, but yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. It really is. Yeah. I feel like the most self-loving thing you can do if you find yourself comparing yourself to a lot of people on Instagram is like literally just don't follow those people. It's like being addicted to alcohol and keeping alcohol in your house. Like why are you putting yourself in a situation where you're most likely going to fail when you could just not be looking at these people all the time Mm -hmm. and reinforcing that negative pattern of comparing um, and just kind of make your life a little bit easier. If you're addicted yeah. to junk food, don't buy the junk food. Don't keep <laughs> no. it around. Don't follow those people that always make you triggered. You're just triggering yourself more than you need to. You're, inevi- you're inevitably going to get triggered if this is your pattern of compare- comparing yourself to other people. But it's like, why are you putting it more in your path when it doesn't need to be? Well, and I think yeah. you both can agree and have experiences too. Like, you, when I'm experiencing that and I hover over the unfollow button, I don't know that I'm going to feel better. But when I do hit that unfollow button, it's amazing how immediately I just feel so much like, oh, okay, I'm so glad I did that. But at the time it's like, well, what if, they, what if I need to see their next post? What if I need to see them? You know, those voices. And the second you hit it or the second you, you know, snooze them for, or mute them for a while, it just feels so much better to the point where if they ever do come back, you're like, oh yeah, I don't need that anymore. It's just so mm-hmm. nice. You're going to feel immediately better. Honestly, I feel like those voices you were talking about are like your demons that want you to stay addicted to that yeah. pattern yeah, of, of course. like getting sucked into the hype of this person is so much better than me or she's so much prettier than me or so much skinnier, or blah, 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 whatever. Um, don't, always listen. You got to question your thoughts, people. Where are they coming from? Absolutely. And on the flip side of that, there are so many apps that you can see who has unfollowed you. Just get rid of those automatically. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like they're toxic. Um, I had them in the beginning when I was first starting my blog and I would see like close friends unfollow me and you don't need to know that. Like, oh yeah. They're unfollowing you. It could be because they need to have to get back into a better mental health state and it might not have anything to do with you. Um, so just get rid of the unfollow apps. And I'll just say very rarely do I ever unfollow someone because I just don't like them anymore. It's, right. it's, it's very like 0.001% of the time. Is it because I just can't stand them? It's usually because I'm just following too many or it doesn't really resonate with where I'm going anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people unfollow me all the time because I don't resonate with their journey and where they are on their path at that moment. And that's fine. They know where to find me. Exactly. <laughs> It's about them, not you. So yeah, it's never about them not liking you. At least in my case, I've never unfollowed somebody because I don't like them. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't think I ever have. (laughs) I had to think about it for a second. I don't follow any ex-boyfriends, so I can't even say that part. But um, yeah. Anyway. Lauren, what are some parting advices that you want to give to women out there who are listening and looking up to us for advice on confidence, body image, anything of that sort? Um, like I said, confidence for me comes from just being passionate about things and working on those things. And it's kind of like working out and working muscles. Sorry. I know you don't like working out. It's like like eating healthy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You, You have to flex those and work those and keep doing those in order to stay healthy. Um, it's not like a, Oh, I'm confident now. 
that's it. I'm going to be good for the rest of my life. No, it's something you have to constantly keep working at and uh, flexing that muscle. And yeah, that would be my parting words is continue working at being confident. It doesn't get easier. You just get better. That's right. Boom. Love it. Lauren, can you tell everyone where to find you again, um, how to connect with you and to take in your awesome energy? Yes, absolutely. So I have a blog and that is laurencakes.com. So L-A-U-R-Y-N-C-A-K-E-S. And my handle on most social medias is the very same. And I would love to connect with you. So come my way. I will send you all the confidence vibes you need. Yay. I love that. And also everyone who's listening, please be sure to share this episode with someone you love, someone who needs a little encouragement. Um, Don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. And also check out our Patreon where you can visit the extended episode because we're going to hop over there now and keep interviewing Lauren for a few more minutes and talk about some fun stuff. So if you want behind the scenes, go to patreon.com forward slash high vibe. We love you guys. Thank you very much and have an amazing day. See you at Patreon. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.